Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Jellicoon and Zach. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bonsai Beat. My name is Jellicoon, along with Zach. Episode 302. Woohoo. We're like... I was going to say triathletes, but that doesn't make sense. No. Especially after playing kickball yesterday. It's come to my attention that I've gotten older without becoming better at sports. Which makes sense. I haven't engaged in them. It, it was funny <laughs> because the first time I tried to catch... We're already on a tangent. We immediately started yeah. the show. But this is my space. It's time. Um, I immediately tried to catch the ball like in the outfield when someone kicks it out there. And it just goes right through my fingers, like, into my chest. And it occurs to me, like, as it hits me, I'm like, I had no idea, like, how heavy it was going to be when I tried to catch it. Because <laughs> the last time I tried to lift a kickball, I was, like, eight. <laughs> you know, it's just like a rubber dodgeball. You didn't but... play it in high, in high school? No. Like, we played we played dodgeball, but they made us use, like, the foam balls, not, like, the rubber ones. Ah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't play in high school. I played tennis and, like, <clears throat> video games, and that's it. Tennis <laughs> Um, so it was just funny that it, like it hits me and I'm like, oh yeah, like I had no idea what to expect trying to grab this, and that's weird. It's been 22 years since I've lifted this object. Oh man, <laughs> where has the time gone? I, I got better at it. Um, throughout the, the, yeah. the day, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not too gone yet at 30, but it, it was just funny because I'm like, oh yeah, I guess when I was 40 pounds heavy instead of a giant adult, that this was like a far different object to grab. I, I go to pitch the ball, like, and roll it to the next, like, kicker, and, like, I can just palm it and roll it with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> I remember in high school, we played it, uh, and I remember I was running the base, and I was looking at the corner of my eye, and I fucking matrixed it or something. The guy threw it, so I dove, and it bounced right above my head against the wall, and I got, like, two extra bases. But nice. then, like, my glasses fell off during that. So <laughs> I, like, was like, hey, hold on. But no, everyone saw me. And everyone started freaking out. They're like, Rob, go, go, fuck, get back on base. And I'm like, whoa, I need my glasses. And I was like, oh, okay, the blind kid needs his glasses. Okay, don't don't fucking throw a ball at him. Because <laughs> I, like, was running. And I was just watching it. I'm like, I know he's going to fucking throw it. I know he's going to fucking throw it. And I saw him wind up. I'm like, it was, like, slow motion, like, in a movie. It's like. Okay, 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 fucking dive onto a fucking gym, you know, floor. And yeah, it, it, that was like my only memory of, uh, of, uh, kickball. kickball. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I like it. It's, it's like the rules of baseball, but with like the, the like dodgeball kickball But it, but it was mechanics. so funny because I like got off base, like after the play was over, I started walking to go find my glasses, get my glasses, like one base away. And everyone's like, oh my God, what are you doing? I'm like, I, I need my glasses. Like, don't, don't. Still blind. Still don't have them. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. You're, you're good. You're good. 
but it was funny. <laughs> I was like, all right, I did actually something athletic in my life. Yeah, now you can just forever tell that story, like when I bring up kickball at age Hell 30. yeah. Well, but I eventually got the ball pretty proficiently, so that's good. I mean, we're, we played a very casual friendly that's game. Good. Did you ever we watch didn't... the Boondocks? Uh, no. Well, you, well, need, to, you need to look like up a, a few times. Okay. But... Well, you need to look up the Boondocks uh, kickball scene on YouTube. Okay. I'll bring it up so I remember to watch it. After. There you go. The Red Ball full episode. Well, I guess I can watch the full episode on YouTube. Oh hell yeah! They have a whole kickball episode. They do. Oh, oh man! All right, well, cool. I'm glad you had some exercise. Are you sore all over? Um, just like my knees from running. Like when I go to the gym, I lift weights and I do some like biking cardio, but I don't like jog or run. Uh, so running around and like stopping quick, um, like the sides of my legs and like knees are sore. Fair. There's a lot more of me to stop now, but yeah, luckily I'm not like, so out of shape that all of me is sore. <laughs> oh, so that'd be me. I haven't yeah. exercised in forever, so I'd be like, "Oh God, everything hurts." Think yeah, I, that that, think that was some people something. for sure. Yeah, some people there were in that in that camp. They were all around my age. From 28 to like maybe 32. Youngins. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere in their 20s, fucking youngsters. Dude, I just turned 39 two weeks ago. Damn. I know, I, well, man. I should say congrats, but damn seems more fitting. You're almost 40. <laughs> I know. But yeah, I mean, it, it, I guess it was like a not a wake up call, but it made me realize I do enjoy that more than I thought. Like oh, yeah. I wasn't the very sporty kid, but it was fun playing with like a bunch of friends that I probably should stay in good enough shape to keep being able to do it. Some people were far more out of shape than me. I at least like do exercise, even if I like haven't engaged in kickball sports since I was eight. <laughs> um, so you're, you're back up in, up in the, the Northern Plains. Yeah. Man. Yep. I live you can't more move. in like the, I can't leave too long. huh? I just Apparently you just live every, Oh, I'm going to go live in Texas. Oh, I'm going to go live over here. Oh, I'm going to go live over there. I'm bored. Now I'm going to go live over. I'm waiting for you to be like, oh, I moved to California. Nope. Uh, the big startling move will be when I moved to Denmark <laughs> to live with oh, my boyfriend. Man. Oh man. See, that's going to be a pain. We barely recorded. Oh, hold on. It's what, what is the time zone difference? And Hey, Siri, six hours, three what time a.m. Is it in Denmark. 309 in Denmark. It's 3:10. Oh, yep. damn. Yep, 6 hours. Oof, Although we have we have daylight savings time at a different time, so sometimes it's 7 hours. Oh. But um Well, I remember we I worked for a company, we had a we had three stores in Hawaii. And that was a pain in the dick cuz they were 6 hours behind us on the East Coast. And mm, it was like yep. Oh, I gotta work with them in Hawaii. Okay, I gotta show uh okay, it's gonna be 9 o'clock at night. To work with them at three o'clock their time. Yeah, like, oh, my, my company has a like a retail store that sometimes calls headquarters in Hawaii. And one time I was helping them with something like some website issue, and I'm like, "Well, I'll get back to you like in a, a few hours after my meeting." And they're like, "We'll be closed in an hour." I'm like, "What? <laughs> what time is it there?" And they're like, "Yeah, it's four. And I'm like, "Oh, 
All right. Well, I just started my work day, so I don't. I don't know how I'm going to help you. Yeah, it's the same way with like tech support or. You know, mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I won't be available because my shift ends in an hour. It's like, cool. I'll look for your email at two o'clock in the morning then. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm not coming to work at five a.m. So you you gotta figure it out. <laughs> but. But yeah, that'll, that'll be my drastic move. So I look forward to recording at um, 2 a.m. Hell yeah, and don't you forget it. Yeah. Well, I might forget, but think of all the time I'll have to watch anime before we record. <laughs> Hold on, but I'm still power binging. Yeah. So I watched it from 8 until 2 a.m., and now I have a whole three shows I can review. Hell yeah. So, does your boyfriend watch anime? Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh... We watched a lot previously. The one we're watching together is one he likes and has already seen, To Your Eternity, which to we've almost... Ret- oh, okay. I don't know. I'm not, I know the name. I just don't know the, don't know the story. Yeah, the real quick plot summation is, like, God creates a rock on Earth, and the rock, like, tumbles and gets moss, and then the rock encounters flowers, and then it becomes... Basically, the rock can transform. I was hoping it was <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> The rock rolls into flowers, all cute, like doing the Rock Johnson has allergies. No, <laughs> um, no, it just like evolves over time. Huh. So God is like, go learn about Earth, and you know, it evolves into different things, like a plant, and then a flower, and then a dog, and then a person, and then it like meets different people, and it's like a cozy show that is occasionally intense, but it's more like what does the object learn about humanity and it slowly learns how to speak and communicate and then recently there's like a drama villain of the show i don't know if it's supposed to be the devil or what but someone else is making a creature and the creature can like attack him and undo all the things he's learned and like take his forms away essentially like stealing the knowledge away damn so basically his goal is to like evolve faster than the evil thing can evolve and like steal his knowledge Huh. Which is like a cool plot, um, but it's just really good for its like characters because if if the main point of the show is inanimate object evolves through like knowing humans, then you have to have well written characters. So it's it's good. It's had sad points and happy points and like intense points. So I like it. It's a good show. What kind um, of uh, what kind of anime does your boyfriend like? Like, does he have like a favorite genre or maybe a director? Um. We haven't talked about it that much, surprisingly. Um, he likes, like, just very narrative, like, story narrative things. Like the one I just described that we're watching. Um, basically, like, he got in at an earlier age where he watched, like, a lot of Shonen and just, like, battle stuff. But now yeah. he likes, like, Monster and stuff. Monster is good. An- yeah, he he likes really long, like character-driven drama stuff. Well, you better get him to start watching Hunter Hunter, and uh, hmm, what else? I can't think of anything. JoJo's. Oh, he's seen JoJo's. Thankfully, hell yeah. That's. I would say JoJo's is more like shown in as yeah. much as I like it. It's more shown than that. It is like character plot. Um. But his characters are memorable. Yeah, I don't know. We uh, we primarily just play games together and or just enjoy talking. There you <laughs> so go. Hell yeah. I, I uh, 
I don't, I mean, I, we haven't recorded, so I don't think I've talked about it here, but I did just spend two weeks in Denmark that I got back on July 4th from. Oh, wow. How was, was that? Did yeah, you bring that, back, that was amazing. All I know is butter cookies. Oh, I didn't have any butter cookies. I had a lot of, they have like a turtle shaped chocolate that's full of like rum. That was very you good. You got drunk I a lot on of those. turtles. Yeah, turtle drunk. Hell yeah. Oh, uh, they're known for bacon because they have a lot of pig farms. Really? And o- open face sandwiches, which are called smorbles. Smorbles, um, okay. And they're just like, they do a lot of like raw fish and cheeses on like rye bread, like open face sandwiches. Uh, those are good. Huh. And then they have like elderflower everything for drinks. I have like elderflower mixed drinks, elderflower apple juice, elderflower uh, like latte. They have it like in everything, but it's a very floral, like sweet thing. And it was good. Hmm. Uh, but we did lots of cool stuff. We went to Copenhagen a few times. We went to the amusement park that's in the middle of Copenhagen called Tivoli. Um, I got to play a murder, like, dedu- social deduction game with, like, his his brother is a year older and still in school mm-hmm. with, like, all of his brother's college friends. They invited me to play, and there's like, ten people, and they were so sweet because they were like, we'll just play in English, so you can join. Oh, and okay, so they... I was going to ask about that is, how how is, you know, because I obviously speak Danish, what's the English, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, how well is their English? Super good. Um, they learn in school some people prefer not to use it because they're not like confident because they haven't used it. Of course, makes you know, sense. If you're, yeah, if you're like eighteen. You haven't even like branched out in a way whoa, that whoa, requires. Whoa. How, you how old is your boyfriend? Well, he's twenty five. Okay, I was like, damn, dude. I'm I'm giving the eighteen because of college. <laughs> no, example. no, I just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm shit. robbing the cradle. Exactly. Damn. <laughs> no. My boyfriend is a nurse, and nursing there is six years of medical school. So, yes, my, my wow. boyfriend has a six-year degree. He is an 18. That, um, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> it would be hard to relate they have, to. So they have, they have um, state-funded, medi- or con- I don't know if you call it socialized, however you call it. National health care. National yeah. health care, thank you. Yeah, yep. Man, they do. living the fucking works- pipe dream. He works in uh, psychiatry, though. He works at, like, a last chance addiction and mental illness, like, facility. It's like an open, what do they call it? Closed unit versus open unit. His is open, so people can come and go, but his, the people they have admitted there are, like, like some of the worst mentally sick people, so. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's a nurse there with all sorts of, yeah, schizophrenics, bipolar, all sorts. Um... Yeah, so which mental health care is very one important to my own journey, and also just like an interesting field. So we have a lot of good discussions, and yeah, like nursing. I always say like he's a nurse, but like in the U.S., that could mean like very yeah, little. Yeah, ninety-five. And, well, that it could be a number of things. Right, it could be so many things. It's not. It's not mental health care. It's not in the U.S. It's often not like a real medical degree. You just draw blood or whatever, but yeah. yeah, his is like a real medical degree. It's just they call it's still nursing there, but he has a six-year degree. Um, yeah, but I mean the trip was great. I am planning to go back around Christmas. Oh wow! He does plan on visiting the U.S. eventually. Ah, uh, don't already... don't take him to Detroit. <laughs> and this yeah, is right. Eminem's house. 
All right, right. Dark Knight Duck, we're getting shot at. Yeah, he's like, well, I want to go to New York City. And I'm like, oh, well, sure. Yeah, we'll go see New York City. But, like, I imagine his opinion, because he's he's similar to me in some ways, yeah. will be like, okay, once was enough. Like, <laughs> Well, I also wonder, like, you know, it's like, uh, like me in Japan. I want to fucking go. But mm-hmm. I want to go because it's like, I've watched a ton of anime, and I just, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I want to go see Akihabara. But it's one of those things where it's like, even I think in my head, I've, I know when I was getting close to going the first time around, mm-hmm. I was so hyped. But I know in reality, it's like, it's just another country. Like, yeah. But you see, like, the media, or YouTubers, or this or that, and you get all hyped for it. But then you're there, and you're like, this is fun, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's just... Yeah, it'll still be really exciting yeah. to go, but like, you're right. Once you see it, you're like, well, I know what that is like now. Yeah. It's not like, you know, like, you can want to see the Statue of Liberty, and it's cool. But once you can picture it in your head after going, you're like, do I need to see it again? Probably not. Are you going to take him um, to Big Gay, Big Gay Ice Cream? What is Big Gay Ice Cream? Maybe. That's a, that's a, I don't know. It's If I ever get to New York, that's where I want to go. I want to try <laughs> some Big Gay Ice Cream. Big Gay Ice Cream. Well, just because of its name, we have to go. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I'm taking my boyfriend to Big... Him and I go to Big Gay Ice Cream. You get some looks saying that. Nah, okay, I looked it we're, up. It we're does we're better. Up. You know, society's better. Oh, I agree, yeah. I mean, I'll, I mean I'll especially they. Oh, damn, dude. Cherry cheese ice cream? I saw Cherry strawberry... Cheese. Oh, yeah. Straw okay. cake, I which I don't even know what a straw cake is. I have no idea. Salty pimp is one. Hell yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, we are getting big gay ice cream. Hell Everything yeah. is rainbow and very good ice cream. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I hope it's. I assume it's good, but it looks good. Looks good, yeah. No, I was so bummed. I got to go to uh, Boston in the end of twenty twenty. Or not Boston. I'm mm. sorry, uh, New Jersey. Oh, that's far. Right at the okay. uh, right at the end of you know <laughs> right at the tail end of twenty twenty, during all that COVID jazz. Mm-hmm. And I was so pumped. I wanted to go try Ichiran ramen while I was, you know, I was like, oh, I'll get an Uber and it's going to cost a bazillion dollars, but I'm going to go try, you because know, I was so bummed because I couldn't go to Japan. And Hachi, come on. Cat. <laughs> go on, get out. He, he, he makes a point to, like, rub on my microphone and then rub his tail on it when he's walking by, if I'm talking into it. He yeah, he does it on purpose. He does. He's like, oh, you're not paying attention to me. <laughs> but then if I'm not doing anything, he doesn't give a shit. He's just like, whatever, fuck you. Typical cats, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, same. I want to pet my cat, and uh, he's nowhere to be found. He's like on the roof or some shit. On <laughs> the roof? Yeah. Wait, what? And then, he's not actually on the roof. He's <laughs> an indoor cat. <laughs> but we have like an upstairs now, like a finished upstairs above yeah. the garage. And he'll just like go hide like behind the futon up there. Hell yeah. So, like I'm trying to find him and he's just lost and then I'm trying to sleep in the morning at six and oh, oh no, he'll ready. wake you up. Yeah, he's in the room, he's meowing. Yep. Hey, my my food dish is slightly bare. Yeah, the mi- the middle is empty. I yes. cannot see the sides. Yes. I am starving to death. Every fucking morning. But uh <laughs> what was I saying? Oh I, I was so excited to go to Ichiran and I've now since learned it's 
pretty trash ramen, but you know, and it's expensive as fucking New York. But I was like the closest yeah. I got to New York. I went to New York once for a night. We went on a cruise in 2011, and we tried some pizza from a bodega, and it wasn't that great. And <laughs> yeah, but no, I'd love to go because like uh, uh, JP lives out in New York. And I don't know. It'd be fun to go. Uh, they've got some Japanese bookstores around there. And just it just seems like a fun city to go explore. Yeah, for sure. So he does want to see it, but he really likes Denmark and he really likes his family. So he doesn't imagine he would ever like to move out of Denmark. I mean, is he from is... there or did he move there? He... No, no, no. Yeah, he's from there. Oh, okay. I mean, but he just really likes his country. And meanwhile, yeah. I'm not attached to America. So oh God, like, dude! Would... If I fucking could, I'd fucking Fuck off out of this country. Yeah, that's most people take on America currently. <laughs> uh, I mean, I as I I bought a house last year. I'd made it harder for myself. But, yeah. So my true. and I, I I know this is an anime podcast, everyone. But <laughs> what about work? Do they have? Does your company have overseas locations you can relocate to? My company, not at all. But um, I brought it up with like my director. And she's like, well, you already work remotely. I don't see why we couldn't argue that you could work from Denmark. So wow, the only thing I can not... think of is taxes and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And like And labor laws. Yeah, and in, in my search, like America is one of the most aggressive for people working abroad because they know people do it, that they will like tax your income yeah, in addition to yeah, yeah, in addition to the country you're working in taxing your income. We're one of the like only countries that do that. Yeah, we gotta get our pound of flesh somehow. Yeah, so... And then you can renounce your, like, citizenship to the U.S. and not owe them any money, but you're never getting it back. Yeah. If you, like, give it up willingly, you know. Um... So, yeah, it's... I don't know. I haven't looked that far into it. I think no, the I, goal... I, yeah. The goal would be to work there, I think. I mean, and, first off... I mean, I don't know how long you guys have been together, but... Well, seven months, almost eight. Oh, wow. Okay. Never mind, then. I yeah, I was looking at, like, it's a big transition to uproot your life like that. Just oh, it's certainly sure. big, yeah. And eight Just months sure isn't that long. Yeah, exactly. Eight months isn't that long. That's why we we have more trips planned. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not going to rush into immediately doing it. But at the same time... Oh, that's exciting, though. At the same time, why not, right? <laughs> exactly. Hey, you only live once. Yeah, I... I'm not in a place where it's like irrecoverable. Irrecoverable. I have no one else depending on me. If I do, if you know, if it doesn't work out and I have to move back, that's fine. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, it's exciting. I'm excited to visit again. I'm excited to have him come here, and then I'm excited to talk about where we might live. Hell yeah. Right. Yeah. Then I'll have to come visit. Hell yeah. Because I yeah. have excuse to leave the country. Yeah, Other than Japan. Really cool. And it's also part of like. I always forget the word. It starts with an S. But, like, even within the EU, there's another smaller region that starts with an S that's even easier to travel between. Slovenia, you can take up like a. Slovakia? That's a country. This is like oh. a zone. Yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Schengen. Schengen? It sounds almost Japanese. No, that sounds Chinese almost. Schengen area. 27 member countries. The Schengen countries are Austria, Belgium, Czech Republic, Croatia, Denmark, blah, 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 Germany, France. So basically, it's even more close-knit 
than like the EU and it's even easier to travel. You can take a oh, boat wow. to Germany for like ten dollars from Copenhagen and they don't even check your passport. Oh, kick ass. Yeah, I'd love to go to Germany. Yeah, I so am if you German. like visit Copenhagen, you can just you can just take a boat to Germany after <laughs> after you visit us. Hell yeah. I'm gonna go be in my native land. Yeah. Go so that's eat. also really cool. It's just like living in another country that's in the EU allows you to see a lot of other countries. Yeah, that's that's awesome, dude. I hope, I hope it all goes for you, man. That'd be fucking awesome. I just can't oh, imagine yeah. trying to. Okay, it's four thirty a.m. my time. <laughs> it's tough. I mean, oh, yeah, I I'm we'll figure it I'm out. Da- <laughs> no, not just you. I'm saying I'm dating the the man in Denmark. Oh yeah, yeah. I bet. People, oh, yeah, people always like nod knowingly, where they're like. Like, oh, I know long distance. And I'm like, do you? Because like, we're six <laughs> hours apart, and that's really hard. <laughs> Let me tell you about my day. My day just started. Fuck off. I haven't yeah, had coffee like, yet. Most people relate when I say long distance, and they mean like a state over. Where yeah. like you can drive there. And yeah, the we're 4,000 4, miles away. What's the plane ride like? Um, Like six hours there, like eight on the way back. Well, that's not too terrible. Yeah, no, it's pretty pleasant, and I flew like KLM, which is like a yeah, that's their fancy Amsterdam branch yeah. of like Delta, but it's a really nice airline. Hell yeah! Um, yeah, it was really good. The only downside is like to save money, I took like a long layover on the way back, so it was like an eight-hour layover to, in Amsterdam before I flew the second leg back. But did you smoke the wacky tobacco, the devil's lettuce? No, I've done enough of that here. I. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a novelty. I much not prefer anymore. drinking. Yeah, there you and, go. Uh, weed isn't very exciting to me. Also, all the states I've lived, it's legal. So. Oh, well, there you go. Not not here in God-fearing North Carolina. Yeah. No, I just lived in Mass, and Michigan is legal, too. We don't, we so, don't want to yeah. piss off our Jesus Christ superstar. Yeah, God made hemp, but he doesn't want you to interact with it no. in an evil way, <laughs> even though he made it. You may only wear it. And use yeah, it right. for utility purposes, like rope. Yeah. <laughs> God made <laughs> it smokable, belt. but he doesn't want that. Yes, how dare you. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I don't know. That that part wasn't novel. Also, my boyfriend being in healthcare is, like, very, like, not anti. He doesn't... Oh, no, yeah, but at the end of the day, it's like, uh, let's not do things that make us unhealthy. Right, yeah. 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 He won't chew me out for it, but, he, like, he doesn't do it. And I think that's good for me. I think I... You need someone just to, like, shame you. Yeah. It's not even, like, shame so much as I will just, like, be bored and, like, gravitate towards a vice. And I think it's good to have someone that is just, like, you don't need that, you know? You just look disapprovingly, like, I'm sorry, sir. Basically, yeah. yeah. He puts his hands on his hips. And <laughs> yeah. like, he's, like, a foot and a half shorter than me. Somehow intimidates me. Zachary. Yeah. <laughs> Bad dog. <laughs> oh man so again we're an anime podcast 26 minutes into this damn thing we're like an international relationship podcast now Hell we're yeah. rebranding the bonsai yeah. beat of love of love oh yeah <laughs> hell yeah i don't know if this podcast is anything selfish it's like an anthology of 11 years of my life so sure now that i'm very happy with my partner we may as well mark it down in the history books you know today zach is happy your diary yes your anime diary 
But I've watched anime for the first time in forever, so I'm very excited to talk about that too. <laughs> Hell yeah! What are we talking about today? We've been talking about what was pitched to me as a Higarashi adjacent show, and it didn't fully end up being who, that. Who called it that? Uh, I know I sure as hell didn't. I feel. Hmm, I? I don't even remember who said it to me. I don't. No, you didn't. You just said it. You would like it because it does more showing than telling, yes. and is like a suspense story. You were your pitch was accurate. Hell um, yeah. Someone else is like it's like Higarachi. There's supernatural. They they equated it to like supernatural stuff around the festival, which yeah. is true, but nothing like Higarachi in yeah. how they do it. <laughs> Come on. Higurashi didn't have a guy with a patch who shot things. Yeah. And panty shots galore. Yeah, true. I remember us talking about that, actually, as I started, where I'm like, well, I like where it started, but why is there so much fan service? And you're like, no, wait, it's okay. They're going to use it. <laughs> I, yeah, that's the one thing I remember from this show. It's like, oh, my God, the first time I've ever seen fan service actually make mean something in a show. Mm-hmm. And they make you wait, too. It doesn't mean anything at first. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yes. The payout well, is I actually, slow burn. I actually, Yeah, I actually found... It was funny because we talked about it, and you're like, it's going to mean something. So then I, like, paid attention. Yeah. Um. So then I actually knew when it, like... The, the scene where they make use of it, I knew as I was watching it. It was like, well, hey, look, it's those are different panties. Oh, um, my God, what does this mean? Yeah, and then, like, an episode later, you know, they do, like, the reveal where he's like, well, I noticed while I was, you know. Yes, and they're like, ah! Yeah, right, but, like, so most people are probably like, wow, yeah, I didn't, that's cool. But, like, I was on guard. I was ready. I already I already knew. I didn't need the show to tell me. I knew the panty color. Yeah. A yeah. true anime fan. True connoisseur. Yeah. Those Blue. weren't striped. Those weren't striped. They're plain. Oh, no. What does this mean? Yeah. She has more than one panties. <laughs> <laughs> Mind blowing. I like how that subplot couldn't even be used if, if, say, she did just have a million of like the same color pairs. Yes. That would be like a terrible way to like deduce. Well, it's like the Simpsons, where like they open their closet and they have the same exact shirt and pants, or different cartoons, and they're like, "You don't dress up very differently, do you?" No. I yeah. Like this. <laughs> so what? I, what, I what have you been watching? No, that's it. Oh, wow, okay. Well, the new season started. Which and, one? <laughs> uh, summer. Okay. I know. You're just... You're, you're just... Uh, uh, I told you I was excited about watching a show, not shows. Not so. Shows. so, yeah. Uh, Didn't new Jujutsu Kaisen start? That's like the one thing I remember talking about before I was checked out of anime. Um, yeah. I mean, end of the day, uh, I don't know. I've been watching quite a bit. Uh, I finished the new, I mean, not in the last episode I talked about what I watched. Uh, I have one episode left of Oshinoko. Fuck! I know I talked about the last lot of the last episode, but I still love that show. It's a hmm. great, great show. Um, yeah, you'll have to watch that one. It's... New, new shit I've been watching, though. Um... Liar Liar has been okay. It's nothing great. Um, ugh, I, I'm getting real tired of fucking Rent-A-Girlfriend. 
Oh yeah, most people gave up that show a while ago. I think it's yeah, it's like boring, repetitive, and the character is like annoyingly an incel. It's like annoyingly aggravating. Yeah, pretty much. Um, The new uh, Jobless Reincarnation started. There was a special, and now I'm watching it dubbed because my wife and I watch it. So Hmm. I watched the first episode, and now the second episode just came out dubbed. So. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see where that goes. Uh, sadly, uh, he's still a creep. Um, just slightly yeah, older. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. Dude, he cries <laughs> into, like he, he fucking cries into, uh, her panties. Uh, into the, who, who, who trained him again? Um, her face. Uh, some, some wizard girl. Yeah, yeah that's all I watched. Girl's panties. This... To, like, establish his child character. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I couldn't uh, get through, like, more than four. I don't know. Oh, I've watched entire yeah. But, uh... I've heard good things, but I just, too many of those scenes. It's too off-putting. I can't, I can't do it. I hear you. And then I'm trying to get... It's not brain... even like I'm a giant prude. No, I so, just... So much as I find it annoying that it, like, breaks my immersion with the show, because I'm like, oh, no... And then they give him like a monologue line that makes it even creepier. And I was like, "Can we just get back to the show?" <laughs> it, yeah. Like it's so out of place is the problem more than it's just like icky. Yeah. Uh, I would try to get through uh, the new Demon Slayer. Slowly but surely. I didn't even watch that. Yeah, I, I didn't hear great things, and I didn't really love the entertainment arc. So. And then I've been kind of slowly going through Gearsa Yatsura. Still loving mm. that show, but I can only take it in small chunks. I'll watch two or three episodes and it's sitting. Um, I have yet to finish Tony Kaku Kawaii season two. I've only watched three episodes and fuck, this is boring. It's like they did add something special in the first season, and then the second season they're just like, let's just do more of what we did, and then nothing. I don't know. Seems like no one ever talked about it. Um. I gotta finish Dangerous in My Heart. I only watched the first two episodes, but it's seemingly everyone liked it. And that that's really all I'm really watching. I got a few how more is, shows. Oh, go ahead, sorry. I was just gonna say, I was, I was Liar Liar. It looks like... It's okay, but it's... No game, no life. It kinda is, because it's like... It's kinda stupid, because it's all circumstance, where it's like, Oh, this guy got into this academy, this super- That entire fucking island is owned by a corporation that built schools. So the entire island is called the Academy (laughs) Island or something like that. And there's different schools, and they all compete. And it kinda reminded me a little bit of, uh, of, uh, the world, um... Ugh. Baka and Test! And, oh, yeah. You know, because it has a battling system. You're right. Uh, but it doesn't. But essentially, um, it's, it's dumb. The guy barely gets in. He's got shit grades. You know, blah, 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 blah. And the whole purpose he's there is he needs to find someone. Probably a girl. Who the fuck knows? But essentially. like a harem-esque show from eh, the cover. Kind of. I don't know yet. Every character but him is a woman, seemingly. Yeah, it is. Oh, dude, even, like... Oh, God, it's so stupid, dude. So, essentially, like, he's lost, and, like, this girl helps him, but 
he challenged, he mistakenly, like, he doesn't know about anything, so she shows him the ropes, and she loses, like, a game match against him. And it's stupid, because, like, it's supposed to be a staring contest, but yet they're all talking and shit through it all. And, like, you're not supposed to show any emotion. <laughs> and yes, they're talking. Talking is an emotion! You have to emote when you're talking. Yeah, true. And he ends up winning, and she has, like, she's a seven star, which is the highest rank. And she also has a unique star, which means that, like, anything he says, like, if he says a lie, everyone believes it. So, like, the director or something of his school or the aisle of the section he lives in or some some bullshit overly exposes on, like, oh, I can use this to my advantage. We're going to tell everyone you're a seven star. And in reality, though, he's, like, uh, one star and... He has, like, an entire, like, company, like, helping him rig matches and shit. And it, I don't know why I'm even watching it, dude, but I am. <laughs> okay, I, I want to I skip that one. It, it's... Everything is just, oh, you're an idiot. Oh, but you happen to do this thing by accident, and you didn't even realize it, and, like, other people can benefit from that, so they are going to. And, of course, there are people in positions of power. Y- y- you know what I mean? It's, like, one of those kind yeah, of things. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It's like everything's just circumstance. Yeah, I don't. But, I don't. But the girl like that. that you know, but the girl that you know he fought isn't the real girl because she was kidnapped, and she's the daughter of the corporation's like, like father or you know like the the daughter of the the the, the corporation who built the the, the daughter the of island. the father. Yeah, like just it's it's uh, it's dumb. It's fucking dumb. The, the but I can't stop game, watching it. <laughs> the game-based show I'm gonna watch more of. But the games Kage are fucking Gurren. retarded. Oh god, I should have said that. Sorry, I keep forgetting. I can't say that. <laughs> You're so old school. You're so old now. Oh. It's just so yeah, stupid, well, though. Because the games are like. My friend told me that the Kakiguri twin was out, and I didn't even know Wait, what? the one where Mar- Mary's the main character. It was on like Netflix only, and so I didn't know. Oh, so, no one's even said anything about it, though. So if you want to watch a good game show about games... Yeah, apparently that came out summer 2022, and we somehow didn't know. Wow. Wow. Why never we finish the other one? There was too many goddamn characters. Yeah, true. Here's 27 like... new people to join. Yeah, they really expanded the cast for season two, but I don't mind. I mean, that show's just fun. I don't care if they had a million characters. Um... But Mary's my favorite character, and this is like the prequel about her, because, you know, the first episode, reminding me of that other show you're talking about, mm-hmm. the first episode is where Mary, like, takes her fall. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how she got there. Yeah. No, if you want a good show to watch, Oshinoko. That would be my recommendation. Okay, I will say this, though. Like I oh, said... A disclaimer. Yeah, well, because the, if you read the synopsis, you're like, no, this is stupid. This is going to be a fucking dumb show. Get past the first episode. The first episode is an hour and a half long. Damn. Yeah. First um, episode's a movie. Pretty, yeah, it actually was. They actually released oh, it, it in theaters. <laughs> okay. Um, But it's really fucking good. Okay, so the premise is... Um, I, and I know I said this on the last episode. Basically, uh, uh, a teen idol comes to this rural hospital and the doctor recognizes her because he had a patient who really, really liked her 
as when she was just starting out and she died and he became kind of like an idol otaku and kind of watched her career but then it got out or someone found out about her giving birth and the doctor was murdered and he was reborn as her child and we don't and they the main character doesn't know it yet but the girl who was his patient who died like five years prior was also reborn as her child and they're twins we're not twins <laughs> but they're like they're born at the same time but already is a, is a wild okay yeah yeah, yeah. Synopsis. yeah yeah again like i said <laughs> fucking stupid mm-hmm. but then something happens i won't name that something and then they fly into their high school years and it's a look and a critique about the japanese entertainment industry where hmm. the the daughter wants to be an idol and the uh, son named Aqua uh, becomes a child actor and then kind of falls out of it but he enjoys directing and stuff but essentially he needs to find information about what happened to his mother because the events that happen he basically makes it a mission because he still has all the men they both still have memories from their old previous lives but they don't tell each other about that stuff hmm. so he's like a 30 year old in a you know, 17 year old's body. Even when it's not Isekai, I can't escape Isekai. isekai. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I said, <laughs> at first I was like, oh, this is so cool. But then that happened and I reread the synopsis. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was the thing I wasn't even going to watch because of the stupid synopsis. This is one of those shows where it's like the synopsis doesn't do it justice because it's such mm. a small segment in the very first episode that has no bearing for the most part. Like, it kind of just gets washed away. You know, mm. it's just a plot device to set the rest of the story up. And to give the characters motivation. Interesting. Yes. But every episode is about, um, you know, different aspects of the Japanese entertainment industry. And it is kind of weird because, like, they'll talk, but they'll be espousing off, like, facts and stuff. And I'm like, oh, did you know that... You know, one in five child actors, you know, don't make it and blah, 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 blah. And it's kind of weird stilted writing, but it's just really good because you learn a lot of stuff. I mean, I don't know how factual, but it's just kind of weird. Like, he'll be like, oh, he's five and he's like, wants to be a director. And he'll be like, hey, kid, do you know that it's like an average of blah, blah, blah hours to, you know, this is how this works. And it's, mm. it's kind of it's 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 kind Neat. of stilted writing yeah but i don't know the the, the overall i kind of like that kind of thing same with like the workout show i don't mind when they like bake in education to my shows oh you'll Especially love you'll, you'll love interesting okay so you'll love like episode seven or uh five it's just like an info dump or what? not an info dump there is a youtuber who is dressed in a duck mask who is super buff and he does like it. It all it will all make sense when you watch a show. But his name is Pion Chan, and he like exercises on YouTube, and like is like super ripped. He reminded me a lot of the of the guy in that show. Yes, mm-hmm. but his clothes don't fall off, which I was disappointed about. 
Yeah, they don't explode off as he does like the side chest pose. Exactly. That unfortunately does not happen. Damn. But he is a ripped duck, so that's okay. Yes, he has a duck mask. <laughs> or something. Yes. It was, uh, it's an interesting show. Episode six for me was uh very wild because it touched on some real life shit that happened with mm. a pro wrestler. So I talked about it in the last episode, but essentially there was a pro wrestler named Hanakamura and there was a show called Terrace House. And in the show, she got in an argument with one of the housemates that he like threw her lawn, her wire wrestling clothes into the dryer and like fucked them up. And that shit's like really expensive. And she like slapped him or some shit. And, you know, it happened, and then, like, it came out, they aired the episode, and basically everyone bullied her online, so she committed suicide. And they oh. used that as a similar to one of the characters in the show. But the shitty thing is, what do you think fucking happened in real life? Like, after the suicide? Okay, so... I, I guess I don't know what part the you're mother me. of Hana. Okay, okay. The mother of Hanakamura came out and said, you know, this was kind of really tasteless and fuck the show and, you know, like, you must be pretty, you know, you must be pretty bad at your, you know, writing if you're going to profit off of my daughter's suicide. And the, and, the, and the author... You know, said, well, no, this was inspiration and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So what do you think would happen after this episode aired? Or after all that stuff was said? All the stuff was said? Well, what happened? Fans I guess... fucking cyberbullied her mother! Oh, wow. Well, I guess no one learns. <laughs> the whole point of the episode was cyberbullying has consequences and... That are very you real. Know, that are, yeah, exactly. That are very yeah. real. The whole point of the episode was the show, the character who gets cyberbullied slapped on another character, but they stopped filming, and she was super apologetic and apologized. But in the show, they used it as dramatics and, oh, well, you know, made her the bad person and, you know, used it to further the story and whatnot. But behind the camera, or, you know, after the camera's rolling, you know, everyone apologized, and they, the, the person who got slapped was like, oh, no, I completely understand. You know, we're just playing characters. But... I see. So yeah. in this show, they, they almost rewrote it as if it was, like, a good ending to it. Oh, no, 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 no. The whole point, though, was the they only show you what they want to show you. You don't know what's happening when the cameras are off. And so don't oh, take what I you see, see on TV as 100%, you know, 100% truth. And don't cyberbully. And what happens? Fans of the show cyberbully the fucking mother of Hanakamura. <laughs> Fuck off. Lesson not learned. No, not, not at all. And there's going to be a second season. I have one episode left, but I'm... It's even my wife liked it. She's like, like she, like I explained to the plot because she started watching it with me kind of partially through, and she's like, "That's stupid. This is stupid." 
It is a stupid plot. And I'm like, I don't disagree. This is dumb. Like, why are they re... But it's good. Yeah. It got better. It got much, much better. It was probably the best show of last season. And its intro and outro are pretty bangers. The intros are pretty banging. It was on my radar just because when I first saw it, like, on Analyst, it said, like, underneath recommendations, Erased and Perfect Blue. And I'm like, I love those shows. Yeah. Well, except the ending of Erased, because they fucked it all up. True. But yes, Perfect but... Blue was amazing. And Perfect Blue was and a yeah, movie, not Perfect a show. Perfect Blue, yeah. I mean, I think the only reason they chose Perfect Blue is because of the character, or because of the synopsis around it. It has to do with the entertainment industry and, you know, mm. all that. That's really it. There's no cycle, well, like there's not there's none of that sort of. Yeah, I mean, Perfect Blue is a lot, and yeah, yeah. it's not the same genre, but but it, I mean, it sounds like they're tackling still like oh yeah hard yeah yeah issues. Like, they're talking Perfect about Blue also like, does child actors, yeah. pressure, um, you know, different types of entertainment like idols, YouTubers, influencers, this that yeah. the other. There's one episode called Ego Surfing. Where they literally talk hmm. about the fact, like, oh, don't you ever just Google yourself and see what comes up? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Perfect Blue dealt with a lot, but, you know, it was the 90s, and it was more like stalking and, and famous people not having private lives and well, uh, ma- yeah. manager mismanagement and stuff. Yeah, and there's some of that in this show, too. You'll Again, I okay. don't want to spoil the big plot points, but you'll if you watch the first, if you can get through the first episode... You'll easily Which get is a rest. movie. <laughs> yeah, it's like an hour and 20 minutes long. Okay. But it's well worth it. It's a little slow. Get past the first half an hour, and then it all kind of... get It gets better after the first episode. Like, you're still left the first episode, you're like, wow, that was a lot, but... Okay, let's see what happens. Because they fucking mm-hmm. shift forward from them being children to... Like whipping for them being like, real characters, yeah, yeah, in high school. yeah. But even oh. as characters, like children, though, they're like one, and they're not even one, but yet they're like talking to each other, and like, yeah, it's kind of like, oh, I can work the TV because I'm a 30 year old man, and my I have all my memories from when I was a doctor, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a one year old doctor, anyway, yeah, so that's that. But no, I, I don't know. Nothing this season's really been sticking out. I just feel like I've been kind of going back through and trying to rewatch shit and just kind of stay caught up. I've the been two finding that look good oh, ahead, me sorry. are Psalm One Hundred. I keep seeing fucking Facebook uh, adverts for it, and I kind of want to check it out just for shits and giggles. Yeah, it looks it looks funny. It reminds me of uh, Is This a Zombie? Oh, okay. Maybe High School of the Dead, but it, I, I, haven't, I haven't seen a video, just the, like, synopsis, and mm-hmm. it's zombie and comedy, so that's the only show I can think of, but, um, and then the second season of Jujutsu Kaisen, though it's shown in, so I might just wait for it to be over so I can watch it back-to-back, because I don't think I can handle watching episodic shonen. <laughs> there you go. Well, cool. I'm also watching Horror Mia, The Missing Pieces, but I haven't really started it. To be honest, I kind of marathon that show, so I I don't think I'm a good candidate. Like, I liked Horimiya, but I I don't know if I need to watch more of it. 
I was heard good things, but not enough to like watch it myself. Mm-hmm. It's because I the kind of shows I like are much more for that type of like romance circle and stuff is a lot more drama driven and characters than it is I don't know whatever that is I don't want to I don't know no I hear you I was gonna say I don't want to people see people just have their relationship or whatever with like a quirky trope dynamic in it but I don't think that's entirely true because I like stuff like Suki Gakure and it's literally just like high schoolers first romance show and I still love that shit that show's really good um I don't know we'll see (laughs) I hear you but I, I think I am. I naturally gravitate towards stuff like White Album too, like or Scum's, Scum's Wish, Wish or whatever. Yep. Like, yeah, I want I want like something like dramatic and gritty in it. I want more Scum's Wish. I want more Lies and Love or whatever it was. Love and Lies, that's it. But no, we oh, get five yeah. seasons of like trash bag anime. I don't know. Even things that. They finally stopped doing as much isekai, yet Oshinoko may as well be an isekai. They just get reborn into this world instead of another one. I don't know. Like, I just wish that more anime would write characters that are just characters, rather than this is a 30-year-old human supplanted into character. You know, like, I'm so sick of it. Oh, I, don't, I agree, yeah. I don't want to see it's people like, with, like, Oshinoko, adult knowledge. And... <laughs> they could have easily did the same story without... Oh, it was the doctor and the and the patient that the doctor cared for and became attached to and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Erase like, could have done it without the that. guy being like a 20-year-old loser. Erase could have just had a kid that wanted to try to save their friend. I don't know. He didn't do anything overly intelligent. <laughs> like, yeah. the, the person who figures out most of the mystery is like his blonde friend who's just a child, not from the future, you know? So it's like... Mm-hmm. I wish more anime would just write characters that can do what they need to do in the story as themselves instead of like the future version of themselves. I am sick of it. Yeah, I agree. Same with the like, it's just like a weird way to do a self insert where they're like, are you not very happy with your life? Well, neither was this guy. And now he's in fantasy world. Why can't you just write me a fantasy character and I can pretend I'm that guy anyway? Like, I don't know. It's, it doesn't, it, it actively makes me not watch like uh, the reincarnation one. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. Where it's like that's a good world. They have good world building. It's a cool fantasy setting. It's like in general a good show. But the fact that they made it an isekai and made it a creepy thirty-year-old loser just makes me not want to watch the show. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know. It's it's weird that it became so popular when. It's not even that I'm sick of it so much as, like, the type of writing just turns me off to watching it. I hear you. But I am also sick of it. Hell yeah. So I'll watch Oshinoko, I'll give it a try, but boy do I wish they could have just written a child star and an idol character that were just themselves. Because I would prefer that. (laughs) Pretty much. Like, you're allowed to do, like, a time skip and have characters go digging about what happened in the past. You're just, like, monster, monster he has to dig into, like, what happened during World War II, like, yep. 40 years previously. And it's, like, you know, you're allowed to do that without him being, like, a Nazi soldier reborn in a Japanese yeah. body or some shit. Like, you don't need to do that. 
you're allowed to talk about the past without having your character have like knowledge of it or be 50 or something like I don't know weird anime trope and I feel like it's never going away the age of moe died but the age of isekai will never stop <laughs> yeah pretty well dude they got a new one called I was reincarnated as a vending machine well that's equally goofy to I was reincarnated as a sword which was like a few seasons ago yeah like last season yeah, so it's or like a yeah. spider or a monkey or a a Why? for like or a tree. That's <laughs> reincarnated as an earthworm. I must produce more dirt. Yes. Uh, I must shit out the dirt. I it's just yeah, I, I don't get it. Um I'm all for I don't know. I want more stories like I forget the name of the show. But the two people that are like pseudo couple and they both work at the same company and then they play the MMO in their free time. Oh, One, I'm I relate a, to that. I'm an I, MMO junkie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want more normal people RPing characters. I am sick of normal people dying and becoming the characters. Just, just let them RP the character. Even sword art is better in this regard. I, surprised I would say sword art's better than anything. <laughs> but sword art. At least for like a fantasy setting, Kirito didn't fucking die and become the sword art character. He just—it's uh, a video game, even if it's high stakes. Yeah. I want more shows that like the fantasy setting they find themselves in isn't some permanent reincarnation story because I'm sick of it. Let them be them. <laughs> Give them interesting things to do as normal people, please. Yeah, preach. Yeah, because it's just like. It comes across so lazy. It's like if you can't write one good character, the like cop out is to write an average character and then mix it with another average character in a fantasy setting. You're essentially using two characters in one with like weird future knowledge that isn't relevant. Uh, it's just like really weird, lazy writing where you're like using two characters for one and you're allowed to break the fourth wall because they're from Earth or some shit. And it's like, nope. You should just, as a writer, have to write an interesting character. Stop writing three characters at once and slapping them all together. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's get into <laughs> summertime rendering. Woohoo! A show I enjoy that is an isekai. All right. So I was going to read the synopsis, but I'm like, we're, we're so far past that. I was interested to finally come out of anime retirement and <laughs> watch this one because uh, it was pitched to me as Higurashi, which was ambitious and I didn't really believe, but you pitched it to me as suspenseful and tell mystery. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, right. Like, my thing was, it's like, I would think, like, oh, I know what's going to happen next. Oh, I know what's going to happen next. Oh, I know what's going to happen next. And everything was subverted. Every time you thought you thought you knew what was going on, they changed it. And they changed it some way that you didn't see coming. Yeah, like, I agree. You were like, oh, well, this show, you know, it's been 12 episodes. This is going to happen. This is what it's leading to. And then you think you'd get to it. They go to pull the trigger and some curveball that you never saw coming. And then yeah, it and happens, it didn't, like, a lot. It didn't feel overly cheap. Because some shows do that, and then the curveball happens, and you're like, okay, but, like, I had no way of ever ever knowing that. You know what I mean? Where it feels, like, overly cheap. Yeah. And tons of tons of twist endings are, like, infamous for being like, okay, well, that was just more ridiculous than it was a twist, because, like, no one would have said that should happen. Um, 
But this one was written in a way where you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> which is, or which not even that makes sense. It's just like, oh, shit, I never thought of that. Or I didn't even know it was possible to do that. Hmm. I guess, yeah, I guess you're right. It didn't make sense. Just for some reason, it seemed explainable because of how the main character interprets information. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, the main plot of the show is the classic Groundhog Day scenario where instead of just looping because he like went to bed at the end of the day, the character can loop if he dies. I wanted Bill Murray to show up. I want anime Bill Murray. <laughs> anime Bill Murray, yeah. <laughs> Anime Groundhog Day. I mean, that's the easiest analogy to use, which is funny because I use this analogy. <laughs> We're already on a tangent. I'll keep it brief. I use this analogy while in Denmark to Lucian's family, and everyone was like, huh? Because, like, Groundhog Day wasn't popular there. No yeah. one had seen it. Um, and They're I was like, like, oh, boy, we're going to have a good fun time tonight. Yeah, we didn't end up watching it, but I explained it. And, I, and then they are like, okay but like what's groundhog day because like i realized yeah. i explained the whole movie without like explaining the concept of groundhog day because i assume they also knew that yeah nope <laughs> so then i had to explain groundhog day but it's funny because you know in america when i say this on our english american podcast in general i know there's some foreign li foreign listeners but when you use the shorthand groundhog day everyone is like ah so a repeating cycle like you repeat the day everyone knows Everyone knows I'm referring to the movie, right? Most people do. Yeah. Um, but it's funny that I used it because I was referring to some other media they were talking about. And I'm like, oh, like a loop, like Groundhog Day. And they're like, huh? So it's funny now in this review, I use it and I'm like more cognizant that like not everyone knows what that means. <laughs> but, I, but for those that do, yes, it's it's the shorthand that he's stuck in a loop, but it only happens when he dies. Um, so he comes back to his hometown island. Another I'll just keep drawing parallels of Higurashi until it isn't relevant. But another parallel of Higurashi is he goes off to like the college town. He goes off to Tokyo to to learn to be a chef. But his hometown is real like redneck, not redneck. Uh, what do you say? Like rural. And they even give them like accents. Like his adoptive younger sister Mio has like an accent. But anyway. Oh, so they're from a real Damn, backwoods you can't really want place. something. Yeah, Steve likes meowing. Hell yeah. He already got his din-din, so I don't know what he wants. <laughs> He's like, pay attention to me. So yeah, yeah like I, like, he goes, so yeah, his name's Shinpei, by the way. Yeah, good idea. Let's define characters. Shinpei comes back to his hometown island for his adoptive sister's death. For, for her funeral, not for her death. <laughs> And her name is uh, Ushio. Ushio? Ushio. Ushio, yes. Ushio. And basically, it's implied early. Wait. No, never mind. It's not. Nothing is implied. He comes back for the funeral. It was a drowning. She drowned trying to save a girl named Shiori, like a younger girl, from drowning. She does. Uh, but she dies and drowns. But then over time, he's like investigating and talking to people. Events keep and... occurring around him. Like, early on, you'll hear a camera flash. Mm -hmm. And you don't know why. You don't even know what it means. But the more he loops, more and more information he gathers. And basically, he keeps repeating the same day. I mean, until, like, certain parts. And then it's, like, multiple days, I think. 
Yeah, it's basically three days. He's, he keeps repeating, like, the time from when he arrives for the funeral to, like, when they're having their summer festival, like, three days later. Yeah. And he makes it, like, certain amounts in. Like, the first time he makes it only to, like, the end of the day and then is killed in the woods by someone that looks like his younger sister. And then you're hooked because you're like, why is his younger sister evil? Yeah, because yeah, she was all excited to see him. Right, yeah, and also, like, wasn't a monotone robot like she was at the end of the episode where he dies you know like she had emotion what happened um and something that i've never seen done in the show is one of their like literary devices is he is reading a book about body snatchers yes uh, bo- body snatchers was like a movie slash book i think in 50s. english yeah, yeah from the 50s uh in in this show it is called the swamp man and it's essentially the body snatchers plot where, you know, there's a copy of you that has to replace you by getting rid of you somehow. Um, so I it's always thought of the Futurama. You can't have duplicates of yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sh- which also came back, but I yes. heard it was really bad. It was just like COVID jokes. Uh, no, it wasn't COVID jokes. It was... Uh, just a lot of few years jokes though that and just kind of meta stuff of like oh we uh, yeah just it was fun um mm. the second episode i, I, hope was I don't like that i feel like south park can do current events i don't want future well this wasn't necessarily current, current events. events it was more meta like oh can you believe it this show was canceled three times and they're talking about like all my circuits or something like what show mm. does that what idiot executives do that we're on fulu now like, I see. It's it was super meta commentary, and it was kind of funny based on the uh, the current writer strike and stuff too. Uh, just to have hmm. to be, uh, topical, but you know it was written a year ago. But uh, if you watch the first episode, you'll see it's not there's there wasn't much in the way of COVID or anything. All right. Well, maybe the whole good the then. whole plot was Fry feels like his life has no meaning because he's been in. He's been in the future for 23 years, so he decides to watch every TV show ever, but then he figures out that's too much, and he wants to watch All My Circuits, but there's 13,000 episodes, but they have a device (laughs) they can put him in, and he can binge the show. Mm, I see. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. It was fun. Anyway, unrelated tangent to anime um yeah this show is really good i I really like the literary device about the writing because i at first i'm like not this trope because i've seen it in other shows starts with him running into boobs well true yeah there's lots of tropes there's running into boobs uh his younger sister flips over her bike's handlebars and it's like a three second shot of her panties and i'm like what kind of show is this i even message you and i'm like i don't know if it's for me and you're like no wait like there's a reason for that it's not they're not showing you three times in a row just for fun. Well, yeah, because that's the thing. Like, <laughs> he keeps they're repeating. repeating yeah. And then every time it's like, panties, 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 panties. In one episode, that happens like twice in the episode. And yeah. Like, what is this show about? <laughs> and it's like, cool, why are they doing this? Especially when you think this only aired on Disney+. Plus. Mm, really? That's yes. really weird, actually. That's so bizarre. This was, like, locked behind. A lot of people did not watch a show because of that. And it's I hadn't heard about it shame. until you told me. Yeah, this show's great. Anyway, continue on. 
I guess it's a good sign that Disney Plus might get good anime. I guess I guess we got to be on alert for the future of Disney Plus anime. But so so yeah, it's. I want to explain the literary thing because I was impressed by the show, even though it happens later. Uh, I was annoyed because at first because like other things I've done, like visual novel for Raging Loop, will like actually refer to the party game Werewolf, and then its whole plot is based around the party game Werewolf from real life. Mm-hmm. And I was like. God, I hate when they not only are they steal lifting an idea, they they will just like refer to it in the game, and they're like, "No, this hit whatever." So when they're like, "New no hit body snatcher book swamp man," I and I was like, "What the? Oh, I hate this. I hate when they just lazily explain a real concept." It's like, well, it's like me using Groundhog Day, but like I'm a real person reviewing a real show. They're writing a plot, so I don't like that they're stealing the plot. So I was all upset. And then the next episode, they were like, oh, yeah, I wrote that book. You know, like, you meet the author, and she's like, I wrote that book because it happened to me. And I was like, okay, cool. Because I totally didn't expect that the book he was referring to wasn't anything other than a cheap way to explain what the show's plot was going to be, you know? And then it was just like, yeah, that only exists in our universe because it fucking happened. And I was like, damn, okay. Like, what a cool way to subvert my upsetness about the trope. Even though it's such a subtle thing, like the fact that it was a real event makes it such a better storytelling device than mm-hmm. we just put it in here because you might be familiar as the viewer with this concept. This is what we called it in our world. And you're like, okay, like it works, but that's like a cheap way to explain what could have been explained in the show. Um, so I really like that, even though it happens later. But anyway, uh, Shinpei as a character, not only does he have his supernatural eye where he just relives the day if he dies, he is really smart and like logical in a way that was justified that wasn't upsetting but basically this whole time i'm like cynical of anime because i haven't been very into it and i've seen lots of shows like this where like the main character just knows everything and he's op and he never loses uh but this one does a good job of making it seem fair like the villains seem powerful they seem oppressive and like they could win and shinpei is a character he always would, how do they explain it, like, for his step back and observe things, where he was like, I always, like, if I was getting frustrated or oh, overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah, he'd take a step back and look at the big picture. Right, yeah, I'd take a step back, and, like, in my head, I would be, like, a calm observer of, like, the intense situation, or, like, if I was getting yelled at, I would just be in my head and, like, observing it. And as someone who's, like, had a lot of panic attacks and social anxiety that seemed realistic and resonated with me where I'm like, yeah, like if you need to calm down, you separate and just like think separately from yourself. And that would give you like a good ability to observe a situation impartially. So I was like, that's a cool way to make a smart observant character instead of just being like, and then he sees everything because like, he's really good at being a detective, you know, like Sherlock Holmes. (laughs) Um, They like had a trauma related to his power. And I thought that was cool. Um, but yeah, it starts very mystery, and you're always paying attention because they'll do like little flashes of Mio like fixing her hair, and you're like, okay, whose habit was fixing her hair? Like, is it the body snatcher, or does the real one do that? Um, and it's just like a, it's a very good suspenseful show. And then I would say like a third of the way in, after the big like grim conclusion where you think he's getting really close to solving it, and then he fails really bad, and the whole town dies. Um, <laughs> About a third of the way in, it kind of switches from tone of mystery to you kind of know all the cards on the table, and now it's kind of like a a shonen 
like supernatural time travel shonen, I would say. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you feel it like it like switches tones? Yeah. Even though there's still a lot of mystery, it's more like that he teamed up with. I guess it's like a. I don't know. It's tough. I don't want to spoil this one too much because I think it's very worth watching. But eventually, he like gets a group in the know about the body snatchers, and it's more about using all of their abilities and knowledge together to kind of out battle and outthink the opposing side, who eventually gets a power similar to his. And and even though I was sad to lose the like mystery element of the show, it did its suspense and thriller and subversions, like you said, so well that I was always just very excited and still wondering what was going to happen. Even though what happened was usually like action shonen and not very mysterious at points, it was still exciting enough, you know? Yeah. Um, what do you think I will about say... some of the characters later in the show, like the father and mother? Um, the doctor. Oh, really bad. I would say that's the show's biggest weakness. The biggest weakness is that as it introduces more characters and more stakes, it gives certain characters like an out that doesn't make sense. There's like one character who's like comically brainwashed slash evil. And in the next scene, she's like, I kind of regret that now that I saw it didn't work out for me. I'm talking about uh, Tokiko. And I was like, if this was like a, not even real life, but if this was like a real consequence, the character should not really trust her to like be a good guy now. You know, it's like, (laughs) like if you were brainwashed your entire life to like fulfill a purpose, you wouldn't magically be like, and that didn't work out. And now I'm not bad. Um, you, You would like have a hard time coming to terms with that. So I didn't I didn't love a lot of the later characters because they're all like evil in certain ways and a lot of them just either didn't get a good conclusion or were just like relieved of being evil because the show was trying to do so much by the end. They're like, by the way, this character can't be evil anymore or else the show wouldn't work. We're moving on. Um, so I didn't I didn't love how many characters there were. I think they could have done a better job by making the main two villains important and making Ushio and Shunpei important and everyone else kind of just has like tangential information that is more like a murder mystery. I think they could have kept it more mysterious by having less fleshed out characters, but then also made those characters better without just making them have to be good or bad by the end by being like, well, I can't be bad anymore because the bad guys are too bad and it didn't work out for me. I didn't really like that. What did you think um, of the Mio Shimpei thing they were trying to force? Or not force, just tail, I guess. I think that was well, I think it was underused. I, I this isn't a big spoiler. Mio has feelings for Shinpei, as does Uchio. But like he was only interested in Uchio. Mio was much younger at the time. And I don't think it's bad. It doesn't feel forced. It's just like a love triangle. But it's underused because the love triangle doesn't conclude to anything. It does. It it ends. Uh, Sure, it concludes. But like, what was the point of having that? No, yeah, I agree. That's that was my question to you. It's like, yeah, do you think it was worth anything, or do you think they could have just left it alone? I think it was unnecessary. He does have one really good feature in that 
the body snatchers are honest. The body snatchers are just carrying out their body snatcher goal. If you ask them a question, they know the true feelings of the character, and they'll, they'll just tell you because they don't care, right? If they're trying to kill you, they're like, well, it's this way. Later on, they reveal it different ways, but I, I don't want to, like, spoil it. Yeah. But, but I would say that was a good use of it. I think part of the reason the love triangle or whatever was in there was because it, like the contention that was good about it was that the re- the body snatcher character will just reveal the information and the real characters wouldn't and i thought that was interesting cuz part of like telling who is who was was who how honest they were or i still think they could have done more i think they could have made a point where it's like you know we're real people and and we trust each other and we have to go battle the bad guys, but we won't even tell each other the truth and the body snatchers will. I, I think they could have made like an interesting point about that. But but yeah, I would say that was the reason it was in there is because romantic interest was one way to reveal that uh, body snatchers were more truthful. <laughs> Fair. So they kind of just piled it in there. Okay, makes sense. Um, I think the villain... It almost became too shonen. I really liked the show, and every episode was fun, and I couldn't wait to watch more, so I don't want to say, like, I'm knocking it. But the villain... I thought by the time we get towards the end, it's just like, oh, okay, please stop throwing curveballs. Yeah, right. Like, I felt like they'd already hit their peak, and now they were just kind of like, do you want another encore? Okay, I guess. Do you want another encore? I guess. Right. Do you want a third encore? <laughs> not, not really. You want to fight them in the demon memory universe? Yeah. Yeah, like it was just like it became too shonen. It's shown just then. like okay, like either beat them or don't. Like, what are you gonna do? Stop! Stop throwing things. Stop! Stop <laughs> making up rules every time. It's like God. Mm-hmm. Either just. You have two episodes left. Finish. Yeah, I guess that's, yeah that, that bugged me too. They're like making up rules, like you said, or introducing new powers. Part of the reason it was a suspenseful mystery is because it was pretty obvious what people could do. And like the body snatchers had a big advantage in what they could do. And then by the end, you're like, I don't know, like the good guys will just magically do something better. You like it set like a bad precedent about like. I call it like the shonen arms race, you know, where like one side does something better the other side gets stronger. But instead of training arcs, like you said, it just kind of felt like they pulled it out of their ass. <laughs> Where they're like, now this can happen. And you're like, okay, that can happen. But like, why? Yeah. yeah. And then like, <laughs> by the time it's like, okay, you're in episode like 26. Like, are you done yet? Like, you have two episodes left. Done. Like, yeah. <laughs> come on, you got wrap it up. I will say by doing that, they kept the villains relevant. Like, at all yeah. times, I believe the villains could win, and I think that's good. Yes. It's good to believe the villains are powerful, because in lots of shows, you're like, well, time to go. They're just going to go get slapped down now by the main character. Um, you did believe at times, like, they were losing, and that's cool. But yeah, the downside was it was like an arms race, because, like, if they had to appear winning, then the good guys would have to come back. Okay, that's cool, but, like, now you have to escalate, right? Because both sides just did something better. (laughs) So I think it suffered from, like, it escalated so long that by the end you're like, okay, is this Dragon Ball Z, or was this, like, a thriller? Because by the end it's like they're doing too powerful of shit. Yeah. Um... 
I'd say it worked just because of how Ushio is as a character. Like, the overpowered stuff came off well. I Did think you find it weird one... that she was running around in a swimsuit the entire time? No. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That didn't... It didn't occur to me as weird, because... Well, no, it makes well, sense in the context, but it's like, cool. Can you wear something else? She does at times. Oh, it's I like know. A disguise. Um, no, I mean, that didn't bug me. It was, like you said, like lore relevant <laughs> to the plot of why she's in it. But, I mean, also, I don't think they, like, over-sexualized it. No, they I think didn't. A, I think in lots of ways it was, like, a good choice, too, because it... Like, there's some good animation in this show, I would say. And I was going to say, part of the reason the Shonen stuff didn't bug me is they animated her character really well. Like, when she fights, she does, like, the old action anime thing where, like, you can tell she puts, like, her whole body into the punch and then, like, curves over when she punches, you know? You know what I mean? Where it's, like, characters punch with their entire body in, like, old anime instead of just their hands. Um... And I think that was really good, because by putting her in the swimsuit, they could, like, animate it in a way where you're like, damn, she's really punching. Because <laughs> you can see her whole body move. So I think in... I don't know if that was, like, intentional, but the swimsuit actually led the cheesy shonen scenes to actually, like, land for me well, because I'm like, it's over the top, but, like, her as a character is supposed to be over the top. Like, as a personality. So, like, when she whole punches the enemy, I'm like, yup, that's Ushio, you know? Yep. So I think in lots of ways, even though it like escalated too much, the like types of characters they had, Shunpei was like grounded and logical, and Ushio really sold the like shonen part of it. And I think that was really, it's like a really good uh, character duo for like storytelling. Because you can do both, right? You you could have an episode of him like monologuing for six minutes and it wouldn't be bad. Or you could have an episode of her like punching things repeatedly and you'd be like, yep, that's also believable. But imagine if they made, like, Shinpei repeatedly punch stuff, like, once it started getting shown, and you'd be like, okay, well, that's not really believable. That's not what his character would do. <laughs> yeah. So I think that was cool. There's some really good scenes where, you know, like, the biggest selling point I can get people into the show with is, like, it's a test of your ability to pay attention while watching a show, and not in a negative way, in, like, a fun way, where there's scenes where it's, like, you have to know mannerisms of characters to know if it's the right one or the body snatcher. There's a scene where a character opens a door and they're wearing one thing and they open it again and they're wearing the other thing. And like, can you notice that's not the right character before the main character does? Cause there's sometimes you can, and that's exciting. Cause you're like, Oh shit. <laughs> you know, that's the bad one. <laughs> uh, specifically when they're in the house, you know, like when she collects the plate and she's like, Oh, like, did you forget the cup? And he, like, turns around and it's a different outfit. And you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> and, like, I noticed before the character, like, started noticing. And that that's cool. They oh, do yeah. a lot of showing and not telling. Yep. Um, and, like, the camera work. I don't... Camera work is too highbrow of a term. But you know what I mean? Like, how how the point of view is during the animated scene is really good. At times, like, I think they animated indoor scenes really well. And it reminded me of watching the first season of, uh, what is the Nether- Neverland show? Oh, Promise Neverland. Promise Neverland. Yeah, where, like, the perspective of, like, being right behind the character's head as they, like, observe something. It reminded me of that. Like, would you say it had, like, 
how do you describe that <laughs> tight camera work two character camera work like there's times where you feel like you're in the main character's perspective and i like that yeah you're it's in not the... like zoomed out you know you're like in the first, in person, first person view. yeah exactly yeah and i think that's really important in a show like this because it's based on what he's seeing you know and i think promise neverland did that super good or like the perspective of children is what that show does really well where it's like it's low to the ground and looking up often this one is like really good at being like this is the only angle he could have seen did you see the important thing which i think is like really cool storytelling mm. so what would you give uh oh uh what would you give uh the show summertime rendering yeah i gave it a nine out of ten i same i was impressed with how much i liked it even when it became more shonen and i think that's like a testament to doing all the other things i mentioned well because in general, I would not like a shonen as much as a murder mystery. But I think it, it like impressively transitions between the two genres really well. I agree. Because I, I noticed it happening, and I was like, but I'm not mad. That's interesting. And then and like, I was excited to watch more. And like if Higarashi did that, it'd be like, ooh, it probably wouldn't have gone smoothly. I wouldn't want to watch it as much. Yeah. <laughs> Understood. Um, so yeah, re- really good. I, right. I liked it a lot. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Figured it'd be right up your alley. It was, but then like for different reasons than expected from well, like, some people's inputs. So yeah, I think that's a hallmark of a good show, that it can kind of do like two types of genres and both be good. And its only downside is they try to do too much at the end with characters that aren't written fully, I would say. Not even bad, but just like in a complete way. Um... And it just kind of drags at the end. Not drags, but it's just, like you said, it's like, okay, it could have been over last time. Is it over this time? You're, like, kind of waiting for them to decide to be done. Yeah. <laughs> and it's still entertaining, but you're like, I'm just watching a shonen for the past five episodes. Like, you could just kill the bad guy, and I'd be okay with it. Yep. Like, come on, wrap it up. I want right. a happy ending or something. And that prevents it from being, like, having characters that aren't fully developed and dragging at the end prevents it from being, like, a 10 out of 10. All right. Well, anything else? Uh, No, besides, like, if you haven't seen it, I don't know if I did a good job selling it. But it's definitely worth watching. I think it, the problem is to fully sell it as a good show, you have to reveal, like, certain gimmicks that happen. And I don't want to ruin it for people. So I think if you listen to this review and you found it intriguing and even a little bit, you should give it a try because I am intentionally not revealing everything because I like the show. <laughs> and hopefully someone takes that to heart and has a good time with it. There you go. All right. It's on uh, Disney Plus and it's on Blu-ray and it got a dub and the dub is really good. So. Oh, did you watch the dub? I did. We didn't talk about that. I watched the sub, which was, well probably not surprising but also good so yeah that's cool that both are good (laughs) yes all right well thanks everybody for listening until next time see you later be safe take care this has been the bonsai beat podcast if you have any feedback head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode while you're there you can also find our review index which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the bonsai beat podcast if you enjoyed this episode be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. 
Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.